0: Chris Blair joining us here in the Freak Nation. Hey, uh, what's everybody. up there, CB?
1: Hey, how are you?
0: I'm all right, man. Did uh, I think I don't know if you saw the tease in in our Facebook and YouTube teas that uh, you, you're returning from your seaside uh, France uh, French villa uh, to join us here in the Freak Nation? Is that right?
1: It was actually South Long Beach, is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> not France it was Mexico and I actually uh, yeah uh, first time since 2004 I was on a vacation that didn't involve race cars so, uh, <laughs> It it's kind of funny my, my girlfriend Kelly said listen just I'm just gonna book it you're just gonna show up and you're gonna go and that's mm-hmm. it and so I was completely... I'm usually a control freak, as you may know. Hmm. So uh, I'm—I was on a real vacation. I didn't know what to do with myself for seven days, so it was kind of interesting. Not You're even fast drifting. Fast. Wait a minute, a
2: crash! Not even drifting, Chris.
1: What do you mean? No, it's like yeah, you know, I missed uh, this last day of Formula Drift. I actually missed a race, uh, which you know that usually doesn't happen, and uh, went on a vacation. Awesome. So wow, what's going on here, guys? I don't know what it is, but yeah,
0: well. <laughs> August 20th, you've got IndyCar uh, under the lights there at WWT Raceway. Uh, We'll be a part of that big old thing. And uh, you always talk about ticket sales for this IndyCar race uh, do quite well there at the track. Uh, Given what you've seen, well, I don't know what you've seen. You've been on vacation for like two or three months since the NASCAR race. Given what you've seen with IndyCar, does this bode well for your race coming up in 20 days?
1: Well, I mean, everything—it's there. Seems like there's some pretty good momentum going just overall with everything that's happening uh, here recently, and seeing you know seeing the crowds at at Indy. uh, There's just a lot of, uh, especially today after what you know what has been a challenge. but for that track and Doug's doing an incredible job up there, but it it seems like to me, things are coming back. Everybody's rebounding and I'm pretty excited about our race. And, you know, for us, we're always trying to do more and add more, make our event a little bit bigger and better. And, you know, we have the silver crown cars finally on IndyCar weekend. That's got a lot of interest, you know, our close proximity to, uh, to indianapolis uh, a lot of folks like to drive over and hit that show so i think i think it's gonna be a good show we ticket sales are strong and uh, you know we're riding a pretty strong wave you know we got a lot of attention because of our nascar race two months ago and it just seems to keep on carrying and and our nhra race is way up and you know you're talking about nhra and you know i don't know what's happening but we're up 10 percent on nhra sales and i'm like i haven't even done anything and we're up i don't even know what's going on there so that's that's exciting news so uh, we're pretty happy
3: Good. That's refreshing to hear. That seems to be a demographic that kind of sells itself. I mean, it's just raw power. And and you see guys, well, when parody happens, like Tony Schumacher winning today, he hasn't yeah. done that in a while. I mean, when parody starts to come in, it helps the sport and it just sells itself. Seeming,
1: yeah, and that's that's one of the great things about it. You know, used to with the NHRA, you pretty much knew who was going to win each week. you, know, you hit, it was going to be one or two guys. Right now, with the way things are going, you never know who's going to be there. So that you know, it's fantastic to see you know, young guys, old guys. Uh, it's it's a great time. Uh, now, I'm a little bit concerned about some of those numbers you were talking about earlier on the funny car <laughs> side of things. But you know, with our location close to Indy, central part of the US, we can usually attract quite a few teams. So I think we'll be in good shape.
3: Oh, that's true, because most of the teams are based out of the Brownsburg west side of Indianapolis. Yeah, absolutely. All right, with this IndyCar race coming up, I just got to say, today I sold a ticket for you. It was kind of cool. Yeah, because some, someone asked, when's the next IndyCar race that I'm going to? And I said, actually, well, Kenny will be in Nashville next weekend, but I'm going to be at St. Louis. And they said, what? Mm-hmm. Well, if you're going to St. Louis, I'm going to St. Louis. Oh, hey. baby. Oh, yes. Give me that, that commission on one ticket. Wow. <laughs> Okay. No, it was all good. But yeah, there was, there was, I was talking about a vibe that was going on yesterday. And it's just, I think you nailed it when you said everybody's just loving getting back to normal. And Mm. it's, is that the vibe that you're getting, like from your NASCAR weekend and from what you saw maybe from Indy Today and and some other races that throughout the summer, Road America with NASCAR earlier, that Mm. people are just, they're, they're like, I don't care. Just get me out of the house and let me just enjoy something like a, a good sport outside in my grandstand seats on the grass and just chill.
1: I think one thing is uh, people who were taking a lot of things for granted are finally starting to appreciate what they have. That, oh. that opportunity to get out and go to the races when, you know, for two years in a lot of areas, uh, you didn't have that, uh, that opportunity. I feel really bad for the guys up in Seattle because, you know, they, they were three years without a race that's such a a great area. I was uh, NHRA division director up there for a few years. So I have a lot of friends up there and for the, the weather to hit them like it did, that's unfortunate because I think they were going to be on track to have a huge crowd. But, uh, you know, again, in some of the other areas, the, the races are going well, people want to get out. Uh, uh, it's, it's there for the longest time. It was so convenient to sit at home and sit on your couch and, uh, and watch it on the big screen. And a lot of people are just remembering what it's like to get out there and go to the races again. And, uh, and one of the things we have to do, you're talking about, you know, what tracks are doing promoters are doing. I think everybody kind of got a little bit of a wake up call too. You can't just take your fans for granted. Mm-hmm. So you got to give them more. You got to entertain them. You got to make them feel special when they're there. That's one of the things we're all working on.
2: Chris Blair is the general manager of worldwide technology raceway. And he likes <sighs> drifting. That's why he's my buddy. i love the guy. Uh, But as a general manager, I'm going to ask you a critical question here. As a general manager, I think one of the problems the NHRA has is that it's too busy promoting the technology of drag racing, 300 miles an hour and under four seconds. But they have some of the best personality drivers in uh in all of motor racing i think across the board in all their categories would you like to see them promote the drivers you think that'll sell tickets more than uh 300 miles an hour in less than four seconds
1: Well, one of the things that we always try to do here in our market, and it's very convenient for us because Indianapolis is just three hours away and we can get guys down here from Brownsburg, but we all we promote the drivers. Uh, One of our our advanced media tours are always strong uh, and the things we do. Uh, Antron Brown is down here two or three times a year when he's racing junior dragsters with his kids. And we always try to tag in and do a lot of things with him because he's one of the greatest personalities out there. Ron caps, you know, anytime you need anything from Ron, he's willing to step up and, and do it. And, uh, his personality really works, especially when you're trying to, uh, connect with sponsors, and this, if I can get John Force on one radio show, it's usually <laughs> a runaway success. Uh, one of the top radio shows here, morning shows here in town, we had John on there, and it's supposed to have been a 10-minute segment one time. And I think they kept him on <laughs> for an hour, and they didn't want to get rid of him. They didn't want him to leave, but we had to get him to another station. So uh, personalities are the key to it, and that's one of the things. I, I was telling some friends of mine the other day. The last three NHRA drag races that I've attended away from here at Worldwide Technology Raceway I never made it out to actually watch a car go down the track because I was visiting with all the different people in the, uh, the pit area. The personalities in the pits are absolutely unbelievable. Uh, you know, I've been fortunate now for 25 years to be part of the sport uh, and I love those guys. And that's one of the things, uh, you know, you take a look back You know, when Selzy was there and some of those folks, we need to get those, get those personalities rolling again and, and publicize those guys less than the actual car or horsepower or technology.
2: We need to be selling racers. That's why I like you, Chris, because you agree with me. You know? (laughs) Damn. I learned that a long time ago. You get it off a long time ago. That's my man, (laughs) you know? So uh, drifting, we don't ever talk about drifting here in the Freak Nation, but that's you and I have this conversation real quick. Is that something that survived? I think uh, Jim uh, Lau and uh, Ryan Sage, to launch something like nobody knows about it and survive two worldwide recessions and have success, uh, w- their personality in the drivers, that's what they're promoting. Isn't it? Doesn't that support what we just said? Well, that, that's one of the funny things when I've been promoting,
1: uh, drift racing of drift events, first with D one and then formula drift now since 2004. And so I've been around it from the very beginning. And it's funny just to to watch the interactions with the drivers and the fans. Most sports, they're not going to take a two-hour intermission in the middle of a show and keep fans. And when I remember when I was at Vegas one time, I tried. You know, I I told Andy, uh, Andy Luke, and Ryan, and, and Jim, I said, "Guys, this is a terrible concept because you're not entertaining the fans the whole time." So I booked in a bunch of stuff on the drag strip, had jet cars and monster trucks and all this. And no one went to the grandstand to watch it. All the people were in the pit area because they wanted to see Von Gittin. And, and now you've got personalities like Adam Adam LZ and, and uh, some of those guys. It, the, the personalities and the way they interact with their fans, they all appreciate their fans. And that's one of the things a lot of these drivers you're talking about who are struggling for sponsorship in some other areas, they need to be looking at that because when you go to a Formula Drift event, If if you just hang around over the course of the weekend before it's over with, you're going to have that personal connection where a driver where he's going to know you before it's over with some of the
2: great people out there. Even more than that, these guys know how to how to rake in the social media aspect of it. They could hold seminars for practically every other driver and every other form of motorsport.
1: Yeah, Adam L Z is probably the best example. You take a look at his merchandise sales, and the reason I know is because half of his stuff is hanging on a wall in another room here for my kid, who uh, (laughs) blows most of his money on Adam L Z stuff. But you know, that's uh, you know, it's all the social media content, digital content. They know how to capture the videos and get it out there and connect with people. And it's they're those wow type. uh, personalities, you know, much like a Ken block with what he was doing with his videos, it developed an audience so that when we bring them into St. Louis, we're in the middle of the country. You would think that, you know, we would be the farthest place away from there ever being a, a drift following. And we have huge crowds there at the track and it keeps growing each and every year. And, uh, you know, it's it's great to be able to host them. We always talk about we're the only track to host NHRA, IndyCar, NASCAR. We, we are very proud of the fact that we also host Formula Drift as well.
0: Chris right. Crasher
3: Well we're talking personalities so I have to get this mm-hmm. in here. Yeah. Personalities, two questions. Are the lack of promoting personalities why IndyCar's ratings are going down and is personality an issue that's holding Kyle Busch back from his next contract?
1: Uh can I do a no comment on oh, no yeah. oh, please. <laughs> next round, um, Crash. Yeah. Okay. There's no way I can answer either one of those without getting in serious trouble. Because one of my... Okay. I mean, yeah, I've got really good friends over there at Kyle Busch Motorsports, so I'm not touching that one with the chance <laughs> but I have to deal with these folks from IndyCar uh, for the next three weeks. Getting into I the race, know. And there's a lot of times I, I kind of push some buttons over there. Anyhow, and I got to... Some- <laughs>
0: Come on, Gossage would go after it, Blair. Come
1: on. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, no, he's I, out of I, a job too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got a pass payment to make, so uh, you know, so I got one of this.
3: Hey, what, what, I would what, just say though, I've been frustrated this year. Right, sure. With, I mean, I'm an IndyCar why, why nut. From that road, he's no, not no, 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 I, and he doesn't have to. I'm just saying my piece. I've been oh. very frustrated this year, and I've, I've had some conversations with people that have been a little bit eye-opening and shocking. That. I want more personalities. This this series was going places a couple of years ago, talking about the IndyCar series. And this year has just been flat. So that's why we need St. Louis is where I'm going with this. And we need to get the drivers promoted and up on stage and doing crazy things and tortilla slap challenges and... You know, it's all WWTR.
1: <laughs> we'll have a burrito-eating contest or something here. And, uh, now, you know, interesting fact, and I, you know, I can kind of touch on that. When Jimmy Johnson started running really – is doing really well, and after his performance in Iowa a couple weeks ago, I scrapped a whole lot of the commercials that we had, and we, we created new stuff. We're promoting that, you know, Jimmy Johnson, seven-time NASCAR champion, four all-star wins he's chasing history here in St. Louis. This could very well be the first time Jimmy Johnson wins an IndyCar race. And I'm playing up on that. Ooh. All new spots. We're pushing that. Uh, but as we get a little closer to the race, we'll probably be playing around with some of this drama going on with uh, contract talks and drivers who are looking at going to other places. Yes. Uh, you know, it's the kind of stuff we have to do. Uh, you know, and you know, one of the things we've got to look, watching what's going on with Joseph Newgarden. He's been one of the dominant players at our racetrack. Great personality. Him bouncing back after that crash at Iowa, that's going to be a big story. So that's a lot of the storylines that we're going to push. And, you know, we're going to try every angle we possibly can to get it out there.
0: Chris Blair, General Manager, Worldwide Technology Raceway. Two things. The success of the IndyCar Series and the Xfinity Series on the same damn track isn't lost on a lot of people.
1: Yeah.
0: How does WWT Raceway do something like that? Or... Is that financially? Is that a is that a loss for you if you combine two decent series?
1: Well, in 2020, because of COVID, we ended up having the NASCAR Truck Series running with IndyCar when we pulled off that doubleheader. It's it's not necessarily that it's a financial risk; it's such a logistical risk uh, or change. You know, things that we have to do. Uh, A lot of people don't really understand that after the NASCAR cars run. We have to go in and pull every other piece of safer barrier out of the racetrack, out of the walls, before we can run an Indy car, just because of some of those challenges. And uh, there's so many of those oh. different things, and that, yeah, it's because of the safety factor, that a lot of this stuff, um, it, it, it just really it's prohibitive to to do it. You know, there's a lot of things I'd like to try, and but I think the the key though is you know trying to do more. Uh, of The support classes make them a little better. Now, one of the great things I'm looking at at what happened in Indy, and I think Indy's going to come back a little bit. You, you had the trucks at IRP, which was great to see that again. Those two races in one day. There's a lot of other things going on, too, with the BC39 taking place this week on the dirt track at Indy. Uh, there's, there was a race at Anderson, Indiana. There's a race at IRP tomorrow night with sprints and midgets on asphalt. They're kind of getting back to that speed week over there. That's some of the things that we're working on here with the different races. We, we saw that when we had our NASCAR weekend and we had the uh, World About Outlaws late models at Tri City. We, we just got to get the race fans all here so they all want to share in a little bit of everything that's going on. I think that's part of the key.
2: Do we have time yeah, we'll
1: for
0: see. one more? I, I well, wonder. Yeah, hold on just a second. Hold on. I just got to. The, the, the second question is Will we see anything like this come August 20th if you're watching us on YouTube? Will we, see, <laughs> will we see any of the Chris Blair fireworks extravaganza that uh, scares the bejesus out of people's 200 miles in radius?
1: Yeah, we sure are. We, we always do. We kind of test our stuff at IndyCar before we do something else. So that. It's so funny. I was actually talking to some people yesterday from Kansas city who were at the, the race. They were in the front row. They were like walking along the grandstands and they said, we felt the heat off of that explosion all the way over on the stretch, I, I, I'm still waiting for someone who was in the top row of the grandstand to say they felt the heat. That's the next step. We've got to get that, uh, that point. So that's what we're working on. Yeah. Uh, All so.
2: right. Chris Blair, general manager, worldwide technology raceway in St. Louis. Before we get out of here, you got to tell me you've been there for a couple of years. You got to tell me your rib place in St. Louis.
1: <laughs> ten, I've been here 10 years now. Uh, my personal favorite, uh, you know, Pappy's is always, is good, but there's a couple others that are floating around there. Pappy's is usually the best for ribs. That's my my choice. Bogart's also. Hey, and if you guys don't mind, before I get off, you know, usually I'm joking and everything's going on. I've got hashtag EKY strong. Yes. Uh, What is that? Yeah. uh, So the flooding in Eastern Kentucky, that was my hometown. That was my neighborhood. So uh, I had three family members who lost houses, Uh, 25, uh, actually 29 people. Uh, dead within about 20 minutes of where I grew up, so uh, I just want to you know get some attention for that. Uh, let people know anything you can do to help. Uh, just follow that hashtag and uh, anything anybody can do to pitch in, I greatly appreciate it. It's so badass. It's, uh, hashtag E K
0: Y strong. Freak Nation. Chris Blair, always greatness here with the freaks. Uh, Napalm and all that he decides to load everybody there at the track. Buddy, uh, we're looking forward to August 20th. Uh, thank you for including the Freak Nation, man. We'll be seeing you soon, okay?
1: Hey, and Stat man, it, it's I-70. All you gotta do from Columbus is get on one road. You don't even have to see, it's a straight shot. So no excuses for you not to come to Robot Technology Race.
2: No, I've been I was in St. Louis. Uh, salt and smoke. You gotta try that. Salt uh, yeah, and it's smoke. Good one too. <laughs> About yeah. the food, baby.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Blair. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Y'all have a good
0: one. You got it. Chris Blair here in the Freak Nation. Always greatness.